The Productive Woman, Episode 395. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thank you so much for joining me. This week, we're going to talk about what to do in our work or even our life feels like drudgery. You'll find links and additional information in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 395. So I got to thinking this week about work, life in general, just sort of philosophizing a little bit about uh, how it can feel monotonous at times. You know, the truth is nothing is fun all the time. Even when everything about our life is just the way we want it to be, life can begin to feel like a monotonous, repetitive cycle. You know, we get up, we get ourselves or our kids ready for school, for work, whatever. We go to work, we tend to the house, we put meals on the table, we get the laundry done, we do whatever things we need to do each day, and then we go to bed and get up and do it all over again the next day. And and even the things we're most passionate about can become drudgery. They can become monotonous and routine because, as I said, nothing is fun all the time. And I was thinking about this word drudgery. It's a, it's a, you know, kind of an old-fashioned word that we don't use very often anymore. And I went and looked it up in uh, a couple of dictionaries. The Merriam-Webster dictionary defines drudgery as dull, irksome, and fatiguing work, uninspiring or menial labor. Uh, in the Cambridge Dictionary, they define it as hard, boring work. And then I found this CollinsDictionary.com online where they said, you use drudgery to refer to jobs and tasks which are boring or unpleasant, but which must be done. And, you know, that that's <laughs> we all have those things, right? Even in the most perfect of lives that we might live, there are jobs and tasks that are not necessarily exciting, uh, but they've got to get done. We have talked in various episodes in the past about getting some of these things outsourced. Uh, we don't necessarily have to do all of them ourselves. That being said, for most of us, there are elements of our life, elements of our job uh, that we need to do that maybe don't spark a whole lot of uh, inspiration and excitement. So how is it that our life, even when we are purposefully designing our life to be what we want it to be, how can it become monotonous? How can elements of it become drudgery? Well, to a point, it's part of being an adult, right? There are certain things that have to be done, whether or not we enjoy them. 
and part of being an adult is, is getting those things done. I found a quote from Mark Twain, the author, who said, do something every day that you don't want to do. This is the golden rule of acquiring the habit of doing your duty without pain. Uh, when we discipline ourselves to do the things that need to be done, even though they're things we don't want to do, whether it's cleaning a toilet or writing a report at work or, you know, changing a diaper, whatever those things are, we can discipline ourselves and train ourselves and acquire that habit, as he said, of doing our duty without suffering a lot of pain for it. But the other thing about why we may feel, you know, uninspired in our work or our day-to-day life sometimes is to realize that it's unrealistic and counterproductive actually to expect to always feel joyful, inspired, and engaged about every aspect of our lives. It doesn't necessarily mean something's wrong if we're, you know, going about a, a particular day's activities feeling like, yeah, this is this is drudgery. Whether we put that word to it or not, we're not feeling all excited to to jump into the day's activities. That's normal. We're not always going to feel joyful and inspired and engaged. And in fact, those feelings actually have meaning only in contrast to their opposites. Sometimes life is just not fun and we can't expect it to be fun all the time. Even the things that we are doing by choice, the, the, you know, our, our, our families, our side projects, the work we've chosen uh, that we, you know, worked hard to do. I I love being a lawyer, but it's not fun all the time. There are elements of it that are not particularly inspiring, or um, you know, that I can get really excited about. But when I have the moments, whether it's in my work or with my family or whatever, when I do feel joyful and inspired. Um, those are even sweeter because of the times when we're just kind of doing the work without those feelings. Sometimes we just discipline ourselves to push through. And that's part of being an adult, right? We, we do what needs to be done regardless of how we feel about it in the moment. Now, you know, when we're talking about our work, our, our career, whatever, sometimes if we are feeling uninspired, joyless about it, or, you know, even worse emotions maybe, or, or more difficult emotions, sometimes in a specific area of our lives, for instance, our job, we might decide to make a change if it's consistently um, unmotivating, uninspiring, joyless, and uh, consistently a drudgery. Uh, we might decide to make a change, but not always. And so sometimes if we are feeling stuck in a phase where our life in general or some aspect of it just feels joyless and monotonous most of the time or even all the time, and we don't want to do something drastic like change jobs or, you know, leave our family or whatever, there are some steps we can take to sort of refresh and renew our mindset and find more joy and more satisfaction in our work and in our life. 
And I thought I'd share a few of those. I, I spent some time thinking about that this week, not because I'm feeling particularly uninspired or joyless in my life, but it just, I don't even remember what triggered me to start thinking about this. But I did some thinking about, so what can we do if we're kind of in the doldrums and we're not... Um, you know, we're not feeling inspired about our work or our life. And so uh, mostly I'm going to look at some kind of things we can do to get out of the doldrums in a specific area, whether it's our work, our home life, or whatever. But they they can apply to improving our experience of life in general, if we think about it. So what are some of the things we can do if we're feeling kind of I'm not talking about, you know, medical, um, you know, true depression or something, but we're just feeling like life has gotten kind of monotonous and, and uh, we're not having a great time. Uh, What can we do to maybe perk things up a little bit? Well, the first thing that I thought of was to do some things to renew our energy. And here I'm talking specifically about our physical energy, because mental and emotional energy are both affected by our physical energy. It is hard to feel good about our job, about our life, about anything when we're exhausted and just physically worn out. And so there are some things, um, small things and bigger things that we can do to renew our energy um, so that we can come into our our work and our life with a little more uh, excitement and enthusiasm. And there are little things we can do. If, you know, on a specific day, we're feeling kind of draggy. Uh, I don't know about you, but my tendency is to want to eat when I'm feeling kind of kind of, I don't know, dumpy and un, uninspired. But often what we need to do is drink more water. And, you know, I'll try to find a couple links to put in the show notes about this. But the truth is when we are dehydrated, um, we are not at our best physically and we, our energy is lower. And most of us are uh, physically dehydrated long before we think of feeling thirsty. So drink more water uh, and fuel your body, eat healthy foods um, that can fuel your body and provide more energy to you. Sometimes to um, kind of perk up our physical energy, we can, we should take a walk, get outside for 15 minutes and just take a walk around Uh, the neighborhood, around the building, wherever you happen to be. Just get out and move your body a little bit. Maybe you need to take a nap. Um, You know, we don't get to do that as often as adults as maybe we had to when we were children. And it's kind of a joke with with, uh, my kids that, you know, the older we get, the more more we wish we could take naps, uh, which we objected to when we were little. Um, but the, the bottom line here is to take care of your body, uh, that will renew and increase your energy, which will make it easier to be more, uh, enthusiastic and happy about the work we're doing and the, the activities of our day-to-day life. Um, maybe you need to, you know, have a physical, if you haven't, um, done that in a while, if you're feeling kind of droopy and, just not very happy about life in general, I would certainly recommend starting with visiting your doctor and making sure there's no physiological reason. Uh, An awful lot of us as women 
for instance, um, have thyroid issues. Uh, I don't know why that is, but, but it sure seems like a lot of us do. And that can make a huge difference. It's hard to feel, you know, perky and, and interested in your work or your life if your body is struggling. And so f- visit your doctor, make sure everything's in order there. All these things are true for all of us, but I, I was thinking about, uh, especially moms of young kids it can be, you know, you're, you have these children, you love your children, and maybe you stay home with your children full time, or maybe you're, you know, you're, you're momming while pursuing a full time career. But either way, as much as we love our kids, it can, you know, caring for them has an element of, of drudgery, right? An element of monotony. And it kind of, it you know it ebbs and flows and that's normal but if you are not taking care of yourself physically it's going to be harder to keep up with your kids and to feel good about the the work that goes into raising a family so again this is it's true for all of us we all need to be taking better care of our our physical bodies um, but especially for the, those of us who have young kids at home um, really take care of yourself so that's one thing we can do to improve our experience of life in general or you know improve our experience of work to kind of get past the doldrums and the the drudgery and have a more positive experience uh, do the things physically to to renew our energy a second thing that's completely separate from that one is to maybe refresh our space. If we're feeling kind of eh, blah about our work or whether our work is in an office or in our home, uh, living and working in a cluttered, disorganized environment that doesn't appeal to us aesthetically or ergonomically makes our work and our life more taxing and less joyful, less fun. It makes it more of a drudgery. And sometimes we can perk up our mood simply by making a change to our environment. So consider whether uh, if, if you're, you know, in these sort of doldrums and feeling like your work isn't, you know, bringing you a lot of joy, you just have to kind of get through the day consider maybe making a a change to your environment. Declutter for sure, reorganize it a little bit, maybe just even move the furniture around to to make a change that can, you know, spark a little more excitement, a little more interest, just because it's not the same old thing. You know, you've made a little bit of a change and maybe that's all it takes to sort of move you into the next phase of being a little more enthusiastic. On that point, the third thing I thought about is what are some things we can do just generally to renew our enthusiasm, to boost our enthusiasm and be more enthusiastic about our work, about our life, you know, whatever the thing is. And there are lots of little things I think we can do uh, to that end. Uh, Sometimes just to take a break walk away from it, not forever, but for a while. And, and this can mean a 15 minute break from your work, or it can be a, you know, a longer break from maybe something that you're doing that you used to be really enthusiastic about, but it's kind of gotten monotonous and you're doing it by rote and you're not 
bringing your best self to it and you're not getting the joy out of it that you did once. So maybe you don't want to give this thing up forever. It's whether it's a side hustle or a hobby or whatever it might be, but take some time off and do some other things so that you can come back to it with a little more enthusiasm and maybe fresh ideas. Sometimes to renew our enthusiasm, we can talk to a friend, someone who shares our experiences in some way, has a, has a you know, maybe, maybe it's a work colleague uh, and you want to kind of talk with them about your experience, or maybe it's just a friend that you want to talk about that can m- maybe cheer you up and get you a little more enthusiastic about what you're doing. Talk through why you're feeling the way you're feeling and see if that person, you know, a, a trusted friend can't uh, help get, get you kind of back on the right track and more enthusiastic about what you're doing. Similarly to the what I was saying a minute ago about refreshing our space, moving furniture around to kind of change things up a little bit, maybe if you're feeling less than enthusiastic about your work or about a certain element of your life, you could try a different technique or approach to doing it. This can break the monotony of doing by rote something you know so well you can almost do it in your sleep. Try a different way of doing it, a different approach to to doing it and see if that, you know, it, it'll just engage your mind a little more because you can't do it just by, you know, just by habit. Uh, one article I read that I thought was good in terms of renewing your enthusiasm for life in general and kind of boosting that, um, this author recommends that we take 15 minutes a day to do something you love. And uh, again, if you're, this is for, if life in general is feeling kind of monotonous and feeling kind of meaningless, remind yourself of something that you really love to do, whether it's, you know, sit and read a novel or um, do a craft or whatever it is. She recommends in this article, which I'll link in the show notes because there's some good stuff in there. uh, She recommends making a list of things you enjoy doing and then creating this small window of time, just 15 minutes of time each day Uh, to do one of those things, whatever it might be. And I I think this is important. And again, I think it's important for all of us, but especially for those who are uh, raising young kids, uh, we tend to, you know, set our personal interests aside because it can be all consuming to, uh, to raise a family. Similarly, certain careers can be all consuming. And this is honestly, uh, as I've talked about before, this is how I ended up um, starting a podcast because I was a couple of years into a career that I had worked hard to prepare for and loved, but it was all consuming as a legal career can be if you let it. And many other careers, I I think of, you know, medical professionals and teachers and, you know, all kinds of different careers can be all consuming if you let them. And that can, as much as you love what you're doing, it still can be overwhelming and become drudgery if you have no, nothing else outside that. And so, 
uh, following this writer's recommendation, make this list of things you enjoy doing. And if you can't think of anything, try to remember what you used to enjoy doing. Maybe you enjoyed gardening or you enjoyed writing or Uh, some sort of physical activity, playing tennis. I don't know how you can do that in 15 minutes a day, but, but whatever it is, make this list of things that you used to enjoy doing and find a way to bring those back into your life. Even if it's just for 15 minutes a day, you may find that the, uh, that the, energy that that brings to you sort of mentally and emotionally spills over into your work. So you start to feel more enthusiastic about your work, about your life in general, because you've made this space in your life for something that really you, you really enjoy, but maybe haven't done in quite a while. And then the fourth thing that I thought about, uh, if our life in general or our work has become drudgery and it has become monotonous and we're just not finding a lot of joy in it, find a way to refresh your perspective. And uh, that can be physical or mental perspective. So for instance, sometimes we can... um, get more enthusiastic about our work or renew our energy towards our work by changing locations. So take it to a different spot than where you normally do it. If you work from home, maybe leave your home office and take your laptop and sit out on the porch or in the kitchen or just, you know, wherever. If you work in an office, if you go somewhere to work, take your work to a conference room or even outside if there's a place nearby that you can do that. Some Sometimes just um, changing location, just shaking up your routine in this small way is enough to kickstart your mood and your creativity and your enjoyment of what you're doing. Another way to refresh your perspective is to read or listen to or watch something by someone you disagree with or whose life experience is very different from yours. Uh, I, I think we we need to shake ourselves up, our thinking up from time to time and, and look at things from a different perspective. And so by listening or, or watching, uh, something that was created by someone you disagree with or reading their material or who's, who's lived a very different life from yours, uh, you can do that. You can get another perspective on life may not change your mind or your opinion, but it can still give you a different perspective if you listen to understand and not to refute. I think this is a, you know, as a side note, I think this is a big issue in our our culture, in our society today, that we don't listen to each other. We sort of dig in on our opinions, our perspective on things, and refuse to hear Uh, and don't even realize we're doing it. Uh, We're not really hearing what uh, other people are saying. We assume anyone who disagrees with us is wrong. And when, if we do listen to them at all, we're just listening for the errors in their thinking and and thinking of ways to refute what they're saying. That's not going to help us refresh our perspective. I'm not saying you need to change your opinion, but we need to understand each other. And we can... I think really boost our our enjoyment of our lives, our uh, satisfaction in our lives. If we are able to 
at least listen and try to understand the people who think differently from us. And that can make a huge difference uh, in our experience of life. Another way to sort of refresh our perspective in, and get past the, the drudgery and the monotony is to simply do something new, something you've never done before, uh, whatever that might be, whether it's in your home or out of your home, just try something different or go somewhere new or different. And this doesn't have to be an expensive trip to another country, but you can shake up your routine, shake up your thinking and, and re-engage with your life by doing something as simple as, you know, trying a new restaurant and eating something that you've never eaten before, or visit um, one of the local sites that tourists come to. Most of us live in areas where, you know, there are, are some sort of historical monument or whatever it might be, natural monument, where that people who aren't from there would go visit to, to check out. Uh, figure out what those things are in your area and go go visit those. I, you know, I was thinking we live about an hour away from Dallas, and um, the there's the the sixth floor museum, um, the museum of that was kind of around the assassination of President Kennedy. I've never been there. I have never been to the Dallas Aquarium. And in fact, closer to home, there's there are a couple of sort of historical sites uh, that I've never visited. And so one of the things kind of on my list to shake up my routine is to to visit one of those occasionally, you know, go to uh, periodically visit some of these places that tourists would come to see, but we just sort of take for granted that we're there. If you live in the area of a of a great natural treasure that whether it's the Grand Canyon or something like that, and you don't go there, um, here's your chance. We used for years, uh, Mike and I lived, uh, in the Pacific Northwest and we both grew up there and very near the ocean and hardly ever went, uh, you know, so whatever is in your area that you can do, explore a park or a monument, and again, it doesn't have to be a long protracted thing. It can be take your lunch and go sit in a neighborhood park that you haven't visited before. Whatever it might be, do something different to shake up the routine and maybe uh, kickstart your mood and, and, and your enjoyment and your satisfaction in your life. So those are a few things that I've thought about that we can do if we're kind of in the doldrums and feeling like our, whether it's our job or, or, you know, life in general is just, has become a monotonous series of doing the same thing over and over again. And we're just not feeling a lot of joy and satisfaction in it. Some of these things I think can help. I'd love to know if you have any ideas that the rest of us could try in a similar way to um, kind of get past the feeling of monotony in our lives and um, renew our joy and our satisfaction in them. I feel like I, I need to say that I'm not trying to address something like a serious depression, a true depression or something like that here. All of us sometimes feel like our life has just become a, a series of, of 
routines and monotony that that isn't very satisfying. No matter how much we love our life or our job or our family or whatever, we all have times when we're feeling kind of like, this is, you know, not very satisfying. But I don't want to ignore or trivialize the experience of those for whom these feelings might signal something more serious. So if your daily experience of your life is consistently joyless, or if you struggle to find meaning in your life as a whole, don't feel like you have to just gut it out alone. Ask for help if you need it, whether it's talking to a friend, talking to your doctor, or seeing a therapist. This is a consistent and persistent experience for you. It's worth checking into whether some additional help might make a difference for you because all of us need help sometimes, right? As I was reading about this topic, I came across an article that mentioned a Gallup poll that was conducted back in 2015. At that time found that 67% of Americans come to work disengaged. Um, You know, they're just not feeling enthusiastic about it. They weren't finding satisfaction in it. They were not engaged. And according to this article, the research shows that when we are checked out at work, we're more stressed, less productive, and less willing to offer an innovative idea. I thought this was interesting about work. You know, basically two thirds of, of Americans at least are not engaged in their work. And if you're not engaged, you're going to find it to be a drudgery. And I believe this is true about life in general. If we are not engaged, we are not then bringing our best self to our experiences, and we're less likely to find satisfaction in what we do, whether it's work or relationships or anything else. And so if we spend some time reminding ourselves of why we do what we do in our life and look for the meaning in it, I believe we'll find more satisfaction in our efforts and more joy in our lives. And I encourage all of us to think about that. So those are my thoughts on this. I'd love to know what you think. Is there an aspect of your work or your life that sometimes feels like drudgery to you? What do you do to turn that around? What can you recommend that the rest of us maybe try to re-spark that enthusiasm and that, that meaning and that satisfaction in our work, our lives, our relationships? I'd love to hear from you on this because I think it's something a lot of us, most of us experience from time to time. You can share your thoughts on this or anything else in the comments section of the show notes. For this episode, you'll find those at theproductivewoman.com slash 395. You can also post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page Or uh, if you're a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, I'd love to hear from you there. I think we could continue a conversation there. Uh, If you're not a member of the group, this is a, a private Facebook group for women who listen to this podcast. And uh, it is, you can find it in Facebook by searching for the Productive Woman Community, but only members can see who's in the group and what we're discussing there. So if you'd like to join us there and and continue the conversation about this topic or, or other things related to 
productivity and making a life that matters, you can do that. Just, uh, you know, click the button to, uh, to ask to join. Be sure to answer the questions. Uh, I'm... Uh, I want to welcome any woman who listens to this podcast into the group, and I'd love to get to know you there. But uh, sometimes people, you know, if you, especially if your profile is marked as private, so I can't confirm that you're actually a real, a real person and not some kind of bot or troll. Uh, the question, answering the questions, really helps. As always, if you prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, you can email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, and I'd love to hear from you. And that is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you again for spending this time with me. I, I hope you felt like it was worthwhile. I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter.